life-changing healthcare, celebrating people and brands that are disrupting healthcare for the better. I'm Patrick Dodge from Creative Side Marketing, and today I would love to chat with you a little bit about one of my favorite topics when it comes to healthcare marketing, and that is blog topic research. How's it going with your company blog? Are you posting every week? Are you posting twice a week or maybe once every couple of months? How is it doing? You know, is it helping you generate traffic that you need to help your business grow? Is it helping you convert visitors into leads? Is it helping you nurture leads into customers? If everything isn't absolutely perfect with your blog, let's just really be clear here. Don't feel bad. We all have our challenges when it comes to blogs. For one, they're super competitive, but it's a necessary tool to help generate traffic and help your business grow. But, you know, let's just face it, maintaining a strong content strategy is difficult and maintaining an active blog over the course of months and years and really putting in that effort and consistency that helps you get results is really hard. So if everything isn't perfect with your blog, rule number one, do not feel bad. We're all taking baby steps forward here. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today is to just share a few insights and a few key questions that you can ask that's going to help you keep your content strategy aligned and help you stay the course. Because really with blogging, that's the most important thing is just being consistent, sharing quality information, generating the traffic, and more importantly, the right kind of traffic that's going to help your business grow, right? So let's get back to first principles for just a minute and talk about what is a blog for? It's very simple. A blog exists just to attract the right people to your website and help them solve problems. And in the process of doing this, you can accomplish a number of different things. One is it helps build trust with your audience because you're here sharing valuable information and educating them about how to solve beginning challenges that sort of relate to your uh, product or service, but you're offering them some value, keeping them engaged on your site, And in the process, you're demonstrating your expertise in this particular area, which will help instill confidence in them that you guys know what you're talking about, right? So another important thing that your blog can accomplish for you is that it can help you reduce the amount of time that your sales team spends on the phone answering the same questions over and over again with your buyers. So every content strategy should always have a good mix of those core questions that your buyers ask all the time. And they usually revolve around the same types of things, right? What does it cost? How long will it take to get to me? You know, what other uh, product comparisons should I be looking at here to determine this is right for me? Any of the FAQs that your sales team fields all the time and are constantly sending emails about, those are the things that you should definitely be writing about in your blog and providing those answers so that at the very least, If people don't discover them on their own when they're searching online, your sales team can just send them a quick link and, you know, with all this comprehensive information that people need so they don't have to waste time answering the same questions over and over again. The other thing is that it can also help you qualify leads, right? When you're blogging on a regular basis, you are speaking to your buyers and you're also sort of refining your strategy and making sure that you know as you're answering these questions that your buyers have you're speaking to them directly you're not speaking to everybody and so it's important to structure your content in a way that you know that you're really speaking to the needs and capabilities that your customers have and in the process also kind of weeding out the people that may not be a great fit right so this is another sort of side benefit 
to taking a, a teaching strategy with your blog. There are still a lot of brands out there, and I hate to say this again. I mean, it should be a given in 2021, but I'm going to say it out loud for the people in the back. Do not use your blog to sell your products. Don't write about your company. This is a huge mistake. There's so many blogs out there that are covering topics that you are right now. I mean, it's hyper competitive. It's hard enough to get your blog to rank on Google, even with a really strong keyword research strategy. There's a lot of content out there. And if you start trying to sell people in your content, it's going to be very easy for people to just click away from your website and go find another resource that's actually providing them value. So rule number one, focus on the needs of your visitor and your buyers. Focus on them and their problems, not on your solutions. Now, trust me, if you do this right, you're going to gain the traffic to your website. You're still going to sell them. There's a strategy here. If you're treating your blog like a glorified press release, it's a big mistake. And I would just like pause it, take a step back and reevaluate your strategy. Okay. So now that we agree that your blog is only for providing value to your visitors, let's talk about four key questions that you can ask as you're sort of moving through this process and make sure that your blog topics, it stays aligned with your content strategy and your marketing strategy overall. Okay, so question number one, what is the campaign that this blog post will be tied to? And this is important because campaigns are what's really driving the growth of your business. And so every blog post, every single call to action that you put on your website, every button, every landing page and content offer, all these things should be tied together to specific campaigns that help you advance business goals. Any sort of group of marketing assets that you can tie to a specific campaign is going to help you ultimately determine what your profitability and what the performance looks like over time. Now, the second question is, who is the buyer persona this topic is meant for? A buyer persona is essentially your audience. This is the buyer that you're trying to reach in your content, in your advertising, the core people that you're trying to sell your products and services to. And you might have more than one persona that you need to market to. So if you've got groups of buyers and one of them has a select set of criteria that determine their buying decision and different and separate priorities than another group, then uh, you're, you likely have two different buyer personas that you need to sort of factor in here and also plan your content strategy around. The most important thing when it comes to buyer personas is make sure that you documented them for one, that you've got some really well-defined insights about how they make their buying decisions, what's important to them as they compare one product or service to the next. And then also make sure you're not making any of this up. Don't just talk to your salespeople and, and ask them what your buyers ask about, what, what a day in the life is like for them or anything like that. And don't talk to your customers because your customers will always give you biased answers. If you really want to know how your buyers make decisions, you need to recruit a good 10 of them and then run a series of unscripted interviews and just asking them about their last buying experience uh, as they were comparing different products and solutions like yours within the last year or so. And uh, if you can find a good 10 people that have never heard of your brand, that's better. Then you're going to get the clean unvarnished truth. And you know, like I said, if you if you talk to people that already have a relationship with your brand or a relationship with your salespeople, you know, you're not going to get honest feedback from them. You're going to get basically a testimonial, which is nice. 
But if your goal is to really get good buying insights to base your content strategy on, definitely go and find people that um, that haven't heard of your brand and ask them some really good questions. So the third question that we need to consider here is what is the life cycle stage that your buyer persona will be in when they read this particular blog post? And how is it going to help them advance through the buyer's journey? So there are three stages to the buyer's journey that are broadly defined as the awareness stage, the consideration stage, and the decision stage. So in the awareness stage, your buyer persona is experiencing a specific challenge that they are just beginning research to figure out how to solve, right? So at this stage, you know, if you're writing a blog topic to address a, you know, your buyer that's in the awareness stage, you're going to provide some very high level, very basic information that's going to help them sort of get the wheels turning, right? And start to understand what the challenge is and uh, what some possible solutions might look like. If you've got a persona that's more towards the consideration stage, now they've got a firm understanding of, you know, what the problem is and what some potential solutions look like. Now they're sort of comparing which solution is really going to be right for them. And so if you're creating a blog topic that's going to support them in this aspect, you might be doing a comparison post. So if you've got a series of different approaches that you and your competitors take with a specific solution, you could do a comparison, the pros and cons of different approaches, things like this will really help people as they're sort of figuring out what's going to be right for me and my practice, right? And all of the content that you create for for the awareness and consideration stage is really about moving people to the decision stage, which is the point where they are like, okay, I'm considering jumping on the phone with one of your salespeople to really talk about things. Your content strategy should really be leading them to that point. So the life cycle stage and the persona, super important with your blog topic planning. And the last and Perhaps the most important consideration is what is the call to action that you're going to put in your blog post? So a call to action is a button or a graphic or even a text link that we embed within the blog article itself that's relevant to the topic that the person is reading about, but also sort of takes them on the next step of their journey. So let's say I'm a visitor on your website reading a blog post about vitamin D and you want to show me a protocol or get me to download a protocol about bone health or something like that. So you would create the graphic or a text link or whatever, embed it within the content itself So I'm reading along and then I might see uh, a call to action that says, looking to maximize bone health for your patients, download our protocol, click here. So I click there and it takes me from the blog to another page on your website, a landing page where you spell out all the great value of this campaign offer that you want to give me, right? Maybe even offer me a template of some kind, but whatever it is, that call to action needs to lead to an offer that's super high value And that's going to help me accomplish my goals. And so oftentimes when there's a campaign offer and a call to action, we are asking them to fill out a form in order to get it. If it's valuable enough, people will give up their their email address and just sort of trust that you're not going to spam them every 10 minutes just for downloading this guide or whatever you're you're giving them. But um, so you're basically earning their trust at this point. And when they download that offer, they've now become a lead in your CRM. You've got 
their email address and the ability to follow up with them with additional information. And from that point forward, you can nurture them with this information about bone health, providing further value until they're finally ready to actually check out one of your products. Again, this is why we don't promote our products within the copy in our blog itself. We're saving that for the call to action. And so as you're thinking about your calls to action and the downloadable resources that you have to offer, it's often a good idea to really sort of work backwards. So if you've got a couple of really high quality informational guides or templates or, or pillar pages or any, any content that, you know, that offers a lot of information that people would be willing to trade a little personal information to download. You can sort of take that and back out a number of great blog topics that'll support that particular asset in that campaign. And as you're reading through the guide, you can just make a list of blog topics that, that would really support this. Are there related questions that people might have that your resource will solve? So you can easily sort of work backwards, take your guide, make a list of blog topics that are related to that. And then you've got a good starting place for your content strategy. And so again, by thinking about what your campaign is going to be, who is your buyer persona? What stage of the buyer's journey are they in? And what is the call to action that um, this blog post is going to be linked to? Then you're you're going to be in a good place to actually make sure that the topics that you're planning for your blog are going to support your business goals. The last thing I want to talk about is keyword research. So keyword research is kind of a tricky topic. It's more difficult than ever to get your website to rank on Google. And so what we've got now is an internet that's exploded with content. A lot of it's garbage and uh, it's just gotten very, very competitive and, and harder than ever to rank for specific keywords. However, keyword research is still a vital part of this process and it's one that you shouldn't ignore, but you need to be a lot more strategic about it. And the key thing to remember today is context. So keyword value plus context equals success. So as Google has evolved over the years, it's really become like an answer machine. They're providing answers sometimes right on the page without you even having to click a link, right? They're pulling snippets out of different web pages that they think provide the best answer that we're looking for. And really that's all that Google is after is they're trying to provide the best high quality answers that anybody might be looking for at any given time. And so that's why it really pays as you're sort of planning out your content strategy and trying to phrase your, your blog titles, making sure that the keywords are there, but also making sure that you are matching the buyer's intent or your audience's intent as they're searching for answers out there. You know, more often than not, searches are coming in the form of questions. But also, you know, no matter what sort of keywords you have in mind that that you want to incorporate into your article, it's important to do a few searches and just get a sense of what is the context that people are searching for. And that context should also match your buyer persona their life cycle stage in the buyer's journey, your campaign elements, all these things should really come together. And the moment of truth is when you're actually looking on Google 
and seeing what the context is around this search because that's the one that you want to match, right? So it's super important to, you know, not just look at the data, how many average searches a month does this keyword pull in? What's the difficulty score? How much are people bidding on it, you know, in their uh, Google ad strategy and all that stuff. All the data is important, but at the end of the day, you want to make sure that the answer that you're providing in your blog is gonna match how people are searching for this very topic right now. Okay, so just to summarize everything that we've discussed here, some uh, key questions that you wanna ask as you are planning out your, your blog topics and making sure that it's aligned with your marketing strategy. What is the campaign that it's gonna support? How is this going to help us achieve our business goals? What is your buyer persona that you're speaking to? We should know what their decision criteria looks like. What is the priority initiative or the catalyst that pushes them into the market for your product or service? You should have all these insights and be able to write to that in your content. We also want to look at the life cycle stage, what part of the buyer's journey your persona is in and how your blog topic will address this. And what is the call to action? What are we going to offer people within this great article that's going to take them on the next step of their journey that's also going to help you educate and qualify them and possibly convert them into a lead that could end up being a really good fit customer? Lastly, what are the keywords that we're going to put in place here and how are we going to marry that to the search intent and the context of the buyer as they're looking for answers online? When you bring all these things together, you're going to have a much, much stronger foundation for your content strategy and make sure that you have lots of great blog topics that are going to produce results for you and not just fill up space on your website. So thanks again. And I look forward to talking to you guys again real soon. Take care. Changing Healthcare is a production of Creative Side Marketing. Are you struggling to get trackable ROI from your website content? Trying to boost the number of quality leads for your sales team? and provide an amazing customer experience? At Creative Side Marketing, we work with healthcare brands who believe in what's possible and help them disrupt for the better. Let us help you grow using inbound marketing and customer experience solutions. Visit us at creativesidemarketing.com to learn more.